you're using the draft war room in your draft, then you're doing it right. This robust draft tool is constantly recalculating and updating player values throughout your draft based on a lot of indicators. Matt Schauf, Alex Korf, and Jared Smola here to lay out those 17 specific indicators that are being calculated. 17 value indicators, starting with number one, league scoring, of course. Number two, positional value. Number three, real-time team needs. Jared, why does that matter? I think it's huge, and I think we all do it subconsciously in our drafts, right? I'm in round five, and I don't have a running back yet. I better start you know, valuing those guys a bit higher. But the draft forum does that for you, and it does it in a way that you know mathematically makes sense based on our projections, based on your, your league scoring, based on what's available, based on what your actual real team needs are. So you'll see your rankings adjusting throughout the draft based on your team's needs. Yeah, obviously, Alex, the, the war room knows that what you have um, is what you need to add to. So it's going to factor that in. It's going to factor in the positional value in general. And of course, your specific league scoring obviously matters quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a game changer. Anytime you're using a static ranking, that, that's out, that's instantly outdated. The second a single pick goes off the board, any static ranking is, you throw it out the window. So if you don't have something that's taking into account those real team needs, uh, you, you're, I mean, you're drafting basically in pen and paper at that point. Uh, if you're like me, you smile anytime somebody walks into your draft with oh, paper. Like, oh, all right, this is going to be a good night. Did you type that up on your typewriter? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Opponent team needs are next among the value indicators. Changing positional scarcity because that's not going to be the same at any point in the draft or from one draft to the next. Player upside, bust risk, injury risk, breakout likelihood. Alex, likelihood is important. It, we pick the guys that we think are going to break out, but we don't want to just say this guy is, this guy isn't, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's shades of gray, right? It's probability game. We think it's 7% likely that Jamar Chase is going to get 15 touchdowns. Sure, we don't think he's going to get 15 touchdowns, but it's definitely possible. So it's all about what we think the busk risk is, the injury risk, which is based on a, a completely different algorithm that's uh, really, it's compiled in the background. It's really cool, our, our injury predictor that uh, helps calculate those as well as uh, looking at that, the bus rate, the injury rate, and then just overall upside is really important, especially as you get toward later in the draft. Yeah, every player has a range of outcomes, right? Like our baseline projection is what we think is most likely, but we're also projecting a ceiling or projecting a floor, the likelihood of hitting that ceiling. And all that stuff is, you know, creating this range of outcome for a player that your draft war room is, is taking into account at every point of your draft. Yeah, and we say specifically um, player upside, but player downside is also at play in all of those categories. The injury risk is part of that, the bust risk, somebody who's just got a low ceiling in those ceiling floor projections in the draft war room. You know, the risk there is just that the guy is just a guy and he doesn't really help you throughout the season. So, Continuing down the list to 17, we've got buy conflicts, correlated ADP, consensus rankings. Jared, how does this come into play for us? What's correlated ADP, first of all? Well, it's ADP that is um, correlated to your league's rules, right? So if I'm in a PPR league, I don't want to be using ADP for for a non-PPR league. It's just not going to be accurate. It's not going to be helpful at all. And then consensus rankings, you're using 38 other sites to see how these other analysts feel about a guy. And listen, the ADP and consensus rankings, there is some value in wisdom of the crowds, right? Like if Everyone loves this guy, yeah, and there's probably a reason for that. So that's part of the reason you can see this, and it's factored into your, you know, your your, your draft war room. But ADP and consensus rankings also helps us know when a player is likely to be drafted, right? So if we love this guy that we know we can get in the fifth round, we don't want to take him in the third round because we know we can get him in the fourth or probably even fifth. So that's why all that is factored into your player rankings on your draft. 
The Draft War Room is also reading your flex options, what positions you're allowed to play in that flex spot, and factoring that into the player recommendations, bench depth, personalized projection adjustments. Alex, I signed up for Draft Sharks to get the Draft Sharks projections. Why would I want to adjust my own? Well, uh, just assuming that Jared isn't excellent at his job, award-winning, all of that, uh, you think you're better? No, you can you can still have gut feelings or have a feeling that maybe he's just a little bit off. Maybe you really think that uh, Darren Waller is going to going to put it all together now. Maybe Jared didn't, so you want to bump up players like that, and that's okay. You you can have feelings. Maybe maybe you want to adjust those things. You can do it. You can go in. You can adjust as many players as you want, and that will change their uh, how they value in that that that. The, in our dynasty war room and then you can go through your draft and you can even do mock drafts with it as well it'll hold it for all your leagues all of that just don't don't change too much i i didn't see my family for two months working <laughs> on these projections so if you go in and change everything you're doing it wrong but uh, i'm gonna break a little news we won't get every single player right so it's okay if there are a couple guys that we like and you don't you cannot draft them but remember through all of this this is your team we're just trying to help you run it better and win some championships Closing out the 17 indicators, positional tiers, obviously those matter because working together with rankings, it shows us the gaps in scoring potential and then strength of schedule. You know, we don't know that ahead of time, but Alex, it's just one of those, you know, likelihood things. We look at somebody who is likely to have a tougher schedule. We factor that in a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 tough because, I mean, we made some predictions at the beginning of the year and it's always changes, but it, it's we're really, especially on the extremes we're usually pretty good. You, you can usually tell who's going to be the bottom five team, the top five team. Uh, the middle gets a little fuzzy, but really when you're looking for those outliers in particular, that's where that strength of schedule can really, really help. And don't worry, just because it's listed here doesn't mean that we're overrating it. We are certainly not overrating any of these factors. There's a lot of math behind the way in which each one of these 17 indicators affects the player rankings in your board and the recommendations when you come up. And that's what it's all about is getting you the best recommendation. So you're welcome to forget all 17 of these right now if you want to. If you just want to set up your draft war room and then draft with the players that are recommended to you, go for it. That's what we're here for. That's why we put in the time. What you should do right now, though, is click the link on your screen to create that draft war room so that you're ready for your draft. 